This episode of the Esoteric Order of Roleplayers is brought to you by the generosity of our backers on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash esotericrp to find out how you can become a backer too. We create and broadcast these episodes live on native lands. We acknowledge these are unceded lands, with diverse communities maintaining connections to these places, and recognize their ancestors, their elders, both past and present, and future generations. Learn more by visiting the Native American Rights Fund website at narf.org. The Esoteric Order of Roleplayers, in cooperation with the Dead Gamers Society, present Diary of a Madman, a Hunter the Vigil Chronicle, with David Larkins as the storyteller. Hello listeners, David Larkins here. Before we jump into this week's session, I wanted to direct you to the show notes attached to this episode. There you'll find a link to the eponymous diary, the instigating incident, the MacGuffin, if you will, that kicks this chronicle into action. Prior to this session, all of the players had a chance to review the contents of said diary, and then we play out their in-character reactions during the session itself. If you would like a look at the diary prepared by the Esoteric Order's very own Desiree Valdez, check out the link and take a look at the PDF. However, I do want to provide a content warning for violence, abuse, blood. If you've listened to the Demon's Mirror Chronicle, you might have some idea of the contents therein. That being said, if you don't want to look at the diary, that's fine too. The players do an excellent job of working in the salient details into their character's dialogue. Now on to the story. All right, we're back for chapter two, I guess we'll call it. Um, So yeah, welcome back everyone. And um, I think after the events of last, last chapter with our our Halloween party uh, and some strange discoveries. We are going to flash forward a little bit and um, based on some off mic discussion on the discord channel, we will uh, open the scene, a little coffee shop in uh, Pasadena called the espresso bar or the E-bar, as the regulars like to call it. Um, This is a uh, very, like, sort of prototypical 90s coffee house uh, tucked away off the the busy uh, main boulevard, Colorado Boulevard, um, that's sort of like the central, central artery of Pasadena's commercial district. And um, it's just a place you all like to go after school um, and perhaps on weekends as well to 
you know, just kind of relax, do your homework, um, just, you know, have a place to sort of hang out. That's not, not home or some other, you know, um, more distracting environment, perhaps like the arcade at the mall or what have you. And uh, it's also a great place for people watching because there's a, um, a whole range of different clientele that uh, come to this place. Um, you know, formerly it was sort of a, a beatnik poetry kind of gathering place. Uh, but, you know, over the last few years, uh, you know, younger hipper folks have started coming around um, because it's kind of, you know, coffee houses are kind of a thing now. It's uh, it's where you go if you want to be cool. So um, the most notable feature perhaps of, uh, of the bar is uh, the large portrait of Frankenstein's monster that uh, hangs over the storeroom door. Um, the, uh, the local lore has it that, that, uh, there's always been a painting there throughout the, uh, establishments, um, 35 plus year history. And, um, but you know, otherwise fairly typical, you know, vibes for a coffee house, the nineties, you know, there's a little bulletin board with lots of flyers and, um, uh, notices and you know advertisements for local shows poetry readings uh, there's a young woman who does nightly tarot card readings uh you know and um you know college students uh, a um, eclectic collection of furniture old rugs all that kind of stuff you know and uh so yeah, this is where we find you all um, this Monday afternoon. And um, I believe you are gathered there in particular because Nick has called called you all together. Is that correct? That is correct. I, I have called them all together uh, to because I was so thoroughly disturbed by what I read in the journal that I both didn't see it, feel like I could could not share couldn't not share it and also <laughs> was just really freaked out by it and was just like I'm not crazy this is weird right <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh so as you're all you know settling in um uh and before we kind of dig into that let's just you know sort of reestablish everybody here so uh, you know, let's, let's, let's go around and, and I want to know what each one of you, uh, you know, like what, what's your sartorial choice for today? What are you wearing and how is your day at school? And we'll start with Annie. Oh, you're muted. Sorry. I mute button. Uh, so, um, <laughs> I've been pretty distracted, um, uh, by what happened at the party, I think. So I think I've been doodling a lot. Um, rather than, you know, only half listening in class, um, mm. a lot, a lot of pictures of rats, um, on, on various pieces of paper around my various, uh, pentacles and other usual like dragon heads, and you know, like very dramatic Gothic looking hearts and things. Um, mm -hmm. so I, I, it's been kind of, so I'm distracted. I'm a little tired. I haven't I've been having nightmares. 
um, when I show up for the day, um, I think I'd be wearing, um, uh, I'd be probably going pretty heavily on the black. Um, it's a big part of my wardrobe to begin with. And so I think I'd be wearing a black, uh, black skirt, um, a black uh, button down top. Um, some big uh, silver jewelry um, and uh, some really uh, uh, kind of muted colors for makeup. Mm. All right. And uh, how about Nick? Uh, Nick has been twitchy and irritable and distracted all day. He does not look like he got any sleep. Um, You know, he... uh, he, he he gets cold in class and just literally does not notice for, um, you know, five straight minutes before he finally kind of like, oh, uh, and then he gets the answer right. Uh, <laughs> but like he, he's, he's clearly out, like something is bothering him severely and it, it's not subtle. He's, something is wrong. Um, I think he is wearing... It's it's kind of a mishmash. It's jeans, um, a flannel shirt because it's the nineties, and by law, one of us must be wearing a flannel shirt. Absolutely. Um, and probably a, a Joy Division T-shirt. Oh, very nice. Um, but like it's, he may have grabbed the T-shirt off the floor. Like it's not necessarily that. Like the teenager is part. <laughs> it's part teenager, part. I am so, I have not slept. I freaked out. I, uh, shirt there, put shirt on body moving on. Right. You're right. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Oh, and I I did, I forgot to mention, uh, I mean, y'all went to a Halloween party, but I was on the 29th and it is today, the 31st. It is Halloween today. So, um, no doubt there's a variety of sort of, you know, perfunctory Halloween uh jack lantern cutouts and you know fake cobwebs that have been put up around the coffee coffee shop um okay so let's see who we have next in line is uh ned um ned's day has been pretty pretty good mostly i mean you know it's a little out of sight out of mind for him so the events of yesterday are you know still percolating back there but um, he's more focused on the fact that, you know, Miguel looks a little um, hungover, you know. Mm. Um, uh, he, you know, that he um, had a victory, you know. Um, <laughs> That's right. You know, so um, he's mostly been riding high and, and, you know, this moment in the coffee shop is kind of bringing him back to, to right, right. We did have like a weird thing that happened, you know. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, that whole thing. <laughs> that whole thing, right? I mean, he didn't sleep well that night, but the day after, mm-hmm. you know, it was business as usual up until around nowish. Um, he is wearing, I think, uh, let's say his uh, uncle's military field jacket. It's not camo, but it's like a, uh, you know, dark green, lots of pockets. Um, mm-hmm. It's a little, little big for him, but. Uh, but he thinks it's a cool look, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, he probably uh, ordered co- his coffee black uh, because to him, coffee is like alcohol. You know, you, you you don't enjoy it. You drink it because everyone else is doing it, you know, um, and you <laughs> suffer through it a little bit, you know, <laughs> um, and and he's, you know, not comfortable enough to 
name a specific drink, you know? So, uh, right, right. Uh, you know, it's easier to, to just, um, order it black and try not to make a face when you take a sip, you know? <laughs> right. All right. The ways of espresso are still a mystery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, Ari. As far as anyone's concerned, Ari is fine. As fine as all of that could be. There's definitely still a little, there's definitely still like internally a lot of that, like that was fucking weird. I hate that. Uh, but like externally, he's not going to, he's going to try not to show as much of that as possible because like it's chill. It's a party. Parties do that sometimes. That being end early more than end in rats, but here we are. Uh, <laughs> wardrobe wise, I think he's rocking something that is like like board shorts and like not quite a polo, but like a patterned collared shirt. Mm. Some sort of either like something kind of wavy, not just like straight lines, but like either something wavy or something a little bit just groovy for lack of a better word <laughs> right something kind of loungy okay I like it alright so uh, so yeah so you're all gathered around a little table some of you have some beverages in front of you and uh, no doubt everyone is looking expectantly at Ned Ned not Ned uh, Nick and Nick, we've got two 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 names start with an N and two names start with yeah. an A. So I'm like, Fearus. So Nick Nick is drinking whatever the the shop serves that is most caffeinated. Um, <laughs> right. I mean, that's literally how he ordered. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. Um, and he's. He literally just doesn't say anything, and he just pushes the diary across the table mm. and just sits and is going to wait for them to finish reading it. Who do you hand it to first, or you just slide it and wait for who takes it first? I, I, I'm imagining like I'm sitting on we're in a booth. I'm on one side of the booth, and and y'all are on the other side. He just literally slides it across the the table um, to the other side and just lets you look. <laughs> what's this read it yeah Annie is not going to say anything and just open it up and start reading it Annie never says no to a book hmm. um, Ned will just kind of lean over and look as she reads um, is is this is this Ken's diary Yes, read it. Well, that seems like kind of wrong, no? Probably. Read it. <laughs> so as um, so, Annie is, again, silent, uh, which isn't super common for her, and is just deeply immersed in it as it goes, and reading it as quickly, probably more quickly than the others can keep up with. Um, and as it goes, she her face turns more and more ashen, and she gets uh, more and more kind of intense, and um, probably her hands start to kind of clench things and shake a little bit. Um, 
Ned's just kind of glancing over. I'm a little uncomfortable with reading it, but it seems to be important. Um, and um, he'll sort of make a face. Like, huh, okay. Oh, cool. And then she'll look at, he'll look at Annie like, okay. <laughs> and then um, I think as it goes, he's catching glimpses and he's like, okay, whoa, whoa, let's slow down. <laughs> um, and then he'll start reading with like attention, you know? Um, what the hell? Especially towards um, the end, there's that definitely that like this is fucked. This is yeah fucked. Okay. Um. Well, Yanni yeah, will. Sorry, God. I mean, he's he has, he doesn't have words right now. Right. He is looking to fill the space, but he can't. Yeah. And he will. And he will look up and say, "It was really her. It it, it was it was Karen." The, the rumors. Uh, I can't believe it. What is this? Like, is this really Ken Steyer? Like, really? Where'd you find it? Um, in in their house last night. And he just took it home, read it, didn't mention it to anybody. Telling you now. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> so at this point, Annie is going to be kind of paging back to the part where he talks about the kiss. Who is, that he who is Karen? Was in love with her. <laughs> Karen. Karen. Uh-huh. She 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 says Karen. It's the it's the goth speech show, you know, Ugh. bitch. Okay. Um. All right. Well, what do we think this means? Annie starts to speak a couple times in response to that question and just like the way Ned just was kind of can't quite formulate a thought something very clearly happened and like there's this very like slow deliberate internally either my friend just had a mental breakdown or something is very wrong and one of those is easier to believe uh Something very clearly happened in the missing time frame. And I have heard my parents say that trauma does weird shit to someone. So clearly, Ken went through some stuff and is processing it by thinking Karen is a monster? I. This is uh, fucked. Okay, so you're gone. I'm going to quote my mom. Um, insufficient data to formulate a conclusion at this time. 
I mean, I think there's at least enough data to say that something messed Ken up. Well, yeah, but we knew that. Fair. <laughs> Pre-existing data point. So, just to reiterate, which one are we saying is more likely? Insufficient data to draw a conclusion at this time. Oh, come okay. on. You think it's m- insufficient data Ari, between... Stop. Ari, stop. Who are you talking to? Point taken. <laughs> You're asking me. I'm telling you what I think. I don't have enough data to say anything other than this is weird. If you want me to tell you what I you think, I will tell you what I think you think. I also think none of you are open-minded enough, but you already knew that. So I'm saying something happened, something not on the official record that we have been told, and we do not have enough data at this time to say what it was. I would like to know what it was, what it is. I also have a weird open mind and think it could be anything from aliens to mummies to uh, extra-dimensional beings um, to government conspiracies. I believe it could be many things, but I don't know I what think, it is. I think your mind's so open if you tilt over, your brain will fall out. Okay, we really need to just keep it together and go through most likely scenarios, right? So, this Karen girl's involved, probably. Well, well, definitely at this Karen point. Woman. I'm sorry. Uh, this Karen woman is involved. Um, I mean, that alone calls for concern, right? Without question. My question is, well, where where did you find it exactly? You said at their house. It, it can't have been lying on the dresser, right? Um, I'm going to have to defer to the GM because I actually don't remember where I found it. You it was uh, stuff, behind a, uh, stuff behind a water, a defunct water heater. Oh, the basement. Yeah. Hmm. Stuff behind a defunct water heater. I think I think he wanted to hide it. Did any of you know that his house got shot up in May? And she, she flips to the entry on May 31st. He said, I don't want to write about what happened, diary. Not Karen, not the house getting shot up, none of it. Did any of you know about that? I mean, no. Did you see any bullet holes? No. Yeah, and would that have been the thing that would that have been a thing that we would have maybe even seen on the news or like is that even a shock of like no and also it's weird that like the local news didn't report it right um there were some rumors that uh like mr patterson had gotten involved with like uh organized crime or maybe like you know south central la gangs and you never i mean you were all in junior high at the time so like you know you never knew much beyond that but you certainly don't remember anything from the news okay because that's the kind of thing where it's like we're driving to school and it's like there mm-hmm. were shots fired outside of blah, blah 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 right exactly no yeah you don't uh don't you don't really recall that 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we should probably just give this to the police, right? No. 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 We're we're not giving this to anyone. This is the last piece we have of him before. You know, before. It's just like to me, it seems like us having it is wrong on at least two levels that I can think of. You know what I mean? He hit it. He didn't yeah. want it found. We've Fine. read it. We've got all we can from it. We shouldn't have it, right? I don't. I, I, no, no, there, there, there's more we can learn from this. And we need to find out about this Karen person. And you know, he said, I wish I could taste her blood again. No, no. And, and I mean, the fact that in the same house, we saw this rat thing and he doesn't say a thing about rats. No, 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 no. Something, something. You is, think it's more suspicious that he said nothing about rats? Well, yes, because of what we saw. It just seems like if he, if the, he had mentioned rats, that would have been proof of something weird and if he hadn't if he hadn't you're saying that's proof of something weird right it just feels like we're going really far down a path too fast well i i, I think at this point uh, if, if let's say i'm sitting on the end i think at this point i'm going to stand up dramatically wait okay wait say, where you go well you don't have to go down this path but i'm going down this path and whoever okay. wants to come with me can come with me well let's all just put it to a vote how about that Yeah, she she says, "Go ahead." She says, "I'm he walking down around. the path." Uh, yeah, she, she with a very penetrating glance looks <laughs> over at at Nick. All right, all in favor of giving the book to the police, raise your hand. And she just stares daggers at everyone <laughs> in case anyone and then and Ned, but she's trying to rally the others. Nick just takes the longest, loudest drink from his coffee cup as, as if to say, what the hell were any of you expecting? <laughs> okay. I mean, All right. What the fuck are the cops going to do at this point, though? That, that's How right, long... Aria. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I, I think we should consider this carefully before we go too far down that path. I am not 100% that whatever fucked Ken up isn't going to fuck us up. However, what are the cops going to do? What are we even going to do with this? Well, I think it's a starting point. I don't disagree. I mean... Just, I think, I think we don't make decisions right now. I think we take a minute, we think about what the fuck we just read, because that was a lot. That was a lot. And that, also whiplash, because the beginning part of that and the end part of that were two very different moods. Well, you didn't write it all in one night. Yeah, but we had to read it all in one afternoon. So I think we take a step back. We give ourselves some time to process. 
and maybe we approach it when we can see a third path, if there is one. Oh. Right? I just... I just don't really want to remember him this way, you know? But he was that way. I don't want to remember him that way either. Yeah. But like, this is the... This is a truth. And like, I know you think that I'm full of shit, but like, these words are how he was. And like, I, I don't know why made him that way, but like, this is, this is what he is now. And I don't know yeah. if that's how he always gonna be, but it's how he is now. Yeah, I got you. All right. All right. Um, if we're gonna do this, we're doing it together, right? No one's gonna go rogue, running off into the night looking for, I don't know, blood marks or gun gunshots, you know, together, right? If we're gonna do this, we gotta do it smart. Let's start At with this point. together. At this point, Annie will sit down on, on the booth next to Nick. So there are two on two on each side and we'll say, I'm yes, together, but not slowly. All right. So we're doing it together smart, but not slow. Anything you want to throw in, Nick? I ate coffee. I think I'm just learning that right now. It tastes really bad. I don't know. <laughs> it's awful. Okay. <laughs> I don't so know. <laughs> the, the for, fourth fourth element is Annie drinks all the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Have at it. Um, Hill Slide is mostly untouched black coffee over. Um, okay, then I guess we try to find Karen. Well, I mean, that's the one place to start, right? We could so also... It, it's Monday? It's Monday. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Patrick. No, I I forgot what I was going to say. Um, That's one one place to start, but you had an alternative, maybe? Uh, I mean, I could also put some feelers out to people who know things to see if this pings any radars. What are you, the CIA? What do you mean, people who know things? <laughs> <laughs> If I tell you, you're going to make fun of me, so I'm not going to tell you. Well, I mean, I think at this point, if you don't tell us, he's also going to make, gonna fun, make of fun of you. I am part of of a few bulletin boards mm. that do we lose anything by me doing this? No, I guess not. It'll take me 20 seconds when I get home. All right. Okay. Well, while Nick checks his reliable sources, um, <laughs> the rest of us can go to the house and look for the bullet holes. Oh, no, no. I'm coming with you on that one. I, I'm doing that tonight before I go to bed. We should go while there's still daylight. That I agree with. I am a big fan of daylight. Together, smart, and not slow. <laughs> <laughs> together smart not slow and in the light that's right that's right wait no i thought it was together smart not slow and annie gets the coffee 
<laughs> and yeah, and I yeah, you're right. I mean, we don't want to go past four. Yeah, right. four rules only, please. <laughs> you just need that translated into Latin and put on a motto. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you are all getting up to leave, I would like you all to make a wits plus composure roll, please. Just let me know how many successes, if any. Successes. Okay. Two successes. Three, okay. All right. Three, two, two, and two. Uh, okay. So, um, Nick, you, as you're kind of, you know, getting your getting your backpack together and, you know, waiting for the others to, to slide out and, you know, head out, um, you notice that there is a woman uh, over in a little corner booth not too far from where you all were sitting and she's she's studying you all pretty intently um she's you know she's a grown woman <laughs> you know she's she's older than you uh but not not by too much maybe late 20s um your immediate thought is sarah connor in terminator 2 judgment day but with like short crop bleach blonde hair but otherwise, definitely that vibe, you know, like very fit, very, very um, um, almost kind of intimidating just in her posture and um, overall appearance. Very practical, like cargo pants and, um, you know, sleeveless, uh, sleeveless tea and whatnot. Um, but yeah, she's she's sort of just slowly sipping a coffee, but she's she's studying you all. Is it like subtle or is she like just kind of like scary? Yeah, it's almost like she doesn't really care if you notice, you know. All right. Well, uh, acting in my new vice of impulsive. Uh, <laughs> newly acquired, yes. Newly acquired uh, impulsive vice. I'm just going to walk over and be like, take a picture, lady. It lasts longer. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. And walk out. <laughs> so uh, as you turn your back, start to walk away, she says, uh, she says, if you turn that book over to the police, it's as good as burnt. Uh, do we all Sorry. hear that? Sorry. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you all hear it. Um, I, I immediately march over and be like, are you listening in on our conversation? What the hell do you know about it? You weren't exactly being subtle. Well, it's a little shocking. And at this point, all the emotions are going to come in out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't catch your name, ma'am. Beth. Did she hesitate? Did she take a second? No. No? Okay. Um, well, Beth, it's a private matter. I appreciate your advice. Um, I think we've figured out what we're going to do. 
what makes you think the police would burn it? Based on what I heard you talking about, sounds like it's got some information in there pertaining to a secret that the authorities in the city would uh, rather be buried. Like, is she from one of your bulletin boards? <laughs> I have literally no way of knowing that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Something I mean, happened on. She seems kind of cool, so I hope so. But like, I'm <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Jolly Rancher sixty nine. Is that you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what kind of secret are we talking about? She says um, something happened on this night five years ago. You can lay your hands on a videotape from KTLA Channel Five. The midnight show that aired that night, it might um, illuminate some things for you. But just be careful. I was once like you. Young? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I lost someone very close to me as well. And um, quite possibly to the same person who took your friend. That'll feel a little embarrassed for his little uh, jab. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well. To be fair, we are teenagers. Everybody over the age of 22 seems ancient to us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I, sorry. No, you go ahead. I, I think Annie at this point would probably just kind of grab and get and be like, let's go. I, I think that she's suddenly feeling very self, uh, self-aware. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, all right. Um, bye, Beth. <laughs> She uh, returns to slowly sipping her coffee. She looks very thoughtful. Um, Ned is feeling a little uh, overwhelmed. He's like, is it just me or are there more weirdos in the city than we thought? Like it's everywhere we weirdos, turn. Ned. It's not just weirdos. It's weird things, too. Uh, I love you, buddy, but you kind of sometimes have rose tinted glasses on about other people. I... Not enough... Listen, I'm just trying to consider all options, okay? And right now, it seems to me like there's just a lot more strange going on than maybe I noticed before. Well, as the witch in the group, I'm going to tell you that strange is always there. You're just not seeing. Yeah, and as the weirdo conspiracy theorist in the group, I'm going to agree with her. <laughs> and, and, we, and we'd both be right. Yeah. 
He holds his hand up for a high five. <laughs> she, she would indulge that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it, it, good. I'm, you know, I'm just not, I don't jump at every shadow I see. All right. That's all. But, well, you'll learn. <laughs> all right. Let's go to this house. All right. And who's driving? I forget uh, who the, the car person I, was. I think Nick drove last time. Well, drove he drove Ned. Yeah, Ned right? doesn't drive. Nick has a. I know Nick has a car. I I don't know who else has a car. I no, I, I will volunteer if that will get the story. If that will get us to the the shotgun investigation. Absolutely, shotgun. All right, mm-hmm. book gun, and and I take the book. And redoing my car again. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah, you make your way from the, the bustling uh, downtown area uh, up into the uh, neighboring foothills where the Patterson and others residents resides. And, um, and uh, yeah, as you are as you are coming up the the street towards the house there is there's is something there that that wasn't there this morning uh when Annie was off on her way to school um which is a uh, sort of large uh service truck you know like um with the uh logo of a, a local exterminator um on the side and um and uh, yeah, now the Patterson house is set back from the street, so you can't really see any any further details. But you just see the exterminator truck is parked in the driveway of the Patterson house. Well, someone else noticed the rat problem, I guess. Like the whole party noticed the rat problem. Yeah, that's right. Um, You can't see like the moment and I think that was really weird, wasn't it? But he doesn't say anything. But like he was like, that was a lot of rats. Um And he says, Let's let's go, and she starts walking up to the front door. <laughs> okay. Why why are you going in? Bullet holes would be on the outside. Right. But do you want do you want to be seen sneaking around the house and have to explain that to exterminators, or should we actually pretend like we have a different reason for being there? Do you have a different reason for being here? I'm going to figure it out by the time I get to the door. We left something. That's okay. a good reason. That's really good. I like that. See, see that is useful to have around. <laughs> oh, thanks, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> All but right. The snark is strong with everyone today. <laughs> well, you are teenagers, so I, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like say, yeah, yeah. Like, just, just peak levels right now, too. <laughs> and, and, and we're ca- caffeinated teenagers. Yes. That's right. Oh, yeah. Lord. Yeah. yeah. We we are insufferable. <laughs> Fully insufferable. Um. Okay. So. Um. So yeah. So you you uh you head up the drive, and as you're making your way up, you can hear a like compressor running, and um. And then you see it, the entire 
Patterson House has been tented, and uh, it is getting the the full, uh, you know, I won't say pesticide, but I guess that's I guess that's the right word. The full treatment, fumigation, fumigation. That's it. Thank fumigation. you. Fumigation. That's right. Um. Well, gods. Shit. Um. Okay. Well. Plan B. I'm listening. Oh, sorry. I thought you. I don't know what Plan B is. I just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just time for Plan B. Obviously. Yeah, it's just obviously time for Plan B, right? Uh, how I mean, much how much light is left, David? Oh gosh, um, probably a good couple hours, I, I would say. Um, you yeah. know, you, yeah. If you went straight to the coffee shop after after school, it's you know four thirty at the latest here. So, you know. Okay. Um, maybe the TV station that she worked at probably has some stuff. But we don't. I mean, we do have to check out that midnight show she was talking about, right? To be fair, it's probably a good idea, even without a mysterious Sarah Connor esque woman telling us to do it. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. All right. So, how do we do that? So the, the house itself is fumigated, but the grant, the yard is still open, right, David? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, but the are the exterminators in sight at all? Not at the moment. Um, you know, they might be might be inside in their hazmat suits, or otherwise, just not on the not on scene that you can tell. And Ned was definitely trying to avoid someone suggesting let's go in anyway. So uh, oh, no. he's like trying to like maneuver around that. Just like, well, obviously we're going on to the next thing. What's that, guys? No, 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 no. I, uh, Nick is not that stupid. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Be- before we leave, and he yeah. says, before we leave, I want to do a different type of research. And Annie's going to kind of look around the yard and she says, she says, come in. I promise we're not going to go inside. And she wants to see if she can find some place that's on the property that is kind of concealed in some way or out of sight. What Annie wants to do is she wants to actually do a tarot reading. Mm. Um, and she always carries her um, uh, prized possession, her tarot deck with her. And mm. uh, she often will also carry a single white, uh, small taper candle with its tiny holder and a matchbook from Ebar. Um, and that she will then use to do a quick reading to get the vibe on on any any uh, any vibe she can get on what's going on and dangers or what happened or anything. Okay. Um, even she doesn't want to come back after dark if she doesn't have to. Sure, sure. Um, okay, that's fine. So, so yeah. Um, you know, there's there's a decent um, decent amount of vegetation. You know, there, there's the 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 dry pool, the empty swimming pool, but uh, yeah, there's you know 
trees and and bushes and whatnot um, around the house and around the the pool area that you could easily just you know kind of walk in amongst the the trunks and the brambles. Great. Is she able to coax the other three into following her? Ned will follow, looking around as he as he walks. Wait, if one person's following at that point, or he's like, "Well, majority, we gotta go. We gotta make sure everyone's together." Together, together. Okay, so um, once we find a little copse, I think I think she would feel safest if there are options being someplace surrounded by plants. Um, I think that's just gonna make her. It's gonna uh, mm-hmm. vibe with her Wiccan elements. Um, so she'll, you know. I, like I was actually, uh, you know, like the way that there are like the big juniper bushes at school that everyone would kind of crawl and hide underneath. Exactly. Uh, things yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. So exactly she'll, it. she'll look for something along those lines. Um, and then she'll, um, set up, uh, she'll, uh, throw, throw her bag down probably, um, to, and kind of clean off the area as best she can, throw down her little mat for her tarot cards, light the candle, give a quick, uh, prayer to the goddess. And then uh, she will then uh, begin pulling. Uh, she'll ask each person to cut the deck once, um, and then uh, so it gets cut three times after she shuffles. And then she will uh, draw some cards, asking uh, for about what happened here. Um, so kind of past, present, future. What happened? Uh, mm. what, what's what a card to represent the now, and then a card to represent the future. Okay. What kind of deck is she working with? Is it a, is a writer weight or is it something a little more? Modern, like what? What kind of art are we talking about here? It's it's the really popular uh, deck of cards that you could get in all of the Walden bookstores back in the day, which is the Greek yep. mythology deck, the Mythic Tarot. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. Um, so before we uh, make this roll, just um, a mechanical note here. So we are using the investigation uh, system obviously here and so we're uh we're collecting clues and uh the diary of course was the first clue so that generated one element and uh just as a reminder or in case you're not familiar you can spend clue elements to add a one die bonus to any role pertaining to the investigation including but not limited to roles to uncover more clues so uh currently you've got one element and uh, you know, obviously it's up to you guys how you want to spend these elements going forward. But I would say that this is another potential clue generating role here. So um, I'm, I have a question. Is this, um, since we're aiding her in a, in a sense, is this a mm, team? Sure. Kind of role? Right. Yeah. Awesome. What Absolutely. And I don't think I want to use the element bonus because you only get to use it once, right? Correct. It's yeah, it's a okay. it's a one and done. But I still think that she would still put the book down on the map as well to sort of, you know, for symbolic resonance, but not from a game mechanic standpoint. Of course. Sure. Okay. So um how are the rest of you assisting, do you think? I'm probably not. My I have no dots in a cult. Uh, he, he's mm. strictly a sci-fi alien uh, style conspiracy theorist. He doesn't actually believe, he doesn't believe in the supernatural so much as he believes in like aliens and 
alternate realities and stuff like that. So he actually yeah. is probably going to be kind of he is like we've established he's kind of weirdly uncomfortable with religion and and supernatural mm. elements because of his upbringing. So he he just looks really uncomfortable. It's just not sure what to do. Yeah. Okay. I think Ari's going to help uh, by offering, like, offering a little prayer, but less like a, like, I hope this works, and more of just like a generic, you know how there's those, the, like, like the Hail Mary or various prayers that are just like rote prayers? Um, <laughs> right. It's not like an official one, but it is something that he just finds himself rotely muttering under his breath that is his generic like I want good luck at, like I don't care if it goes my way initially as long as it goes my way eventually kind of mm. vibes mm. Mm. and kind of just adjusts it to be more about helping Annie like maybe she doesn't immediately know what it means but hopefully it guides us in the right direction kind of thing maybe, you know, since Ari's religious maybe it's like um, uh, just a little prayer to a saint or you know, some uh, some yeah. like good luck kind of um, prayer, you know? Yeah, it's... it's. I can't think of any saints that would that this would fall under off the top of my head, but it's definitely like a throwing it out there to like, God, if you're listening, or whichever saint you think uh, would help <laughs> me out with this, let I go. Because right. I can't... I Off the top of my head, I can't think of one that would be just like a, like that you would pray to for like just kind of generically like I want things to go my way right right all right and uh, how about uh, Ned um you know Ned has a couple of superstitions um you know little rituals he has before a game you know, hmm. um, um, including games such as, you know, card games, poker, uh, uh, beer pong, you know, um, <laughs> right. And they tend to work out, you know, I mean, what can I say? You know, you, you do them, um, and they work out. Um, uh, one is his lucky jacket. It's good luck. Hmm. Um, uh, Two is um, he um, always flips a coin beforehand before the game, and if he calls it right, he knows he's going to win. And if he doesn't mm. call it right, well, he's going to have to work harder. Um, mm. uh, so he'll cut the deck as she asks. Um, uh, uh, then he'll flip this coin and see if this in, in fact he'll flip it first because he's not sure how much he buys the tarot thing you know mm-hmm. um uh and uh and his, he'll say heads and he'll you know flip it grab it mm-hmm. say, all right well, let's go um mm-hmm. and he'll just go all in and he'll um be her sort of point guy he'll cut it make sure everyone else cuts it even nick who is kind of trying to abstain i'll just just cut it dude and um, <laughs> make him do it. Um, so more practical help after that. Okay. All right. And uh, Andrew, what what uh, 
what is this role? What is you know what are what are we all rolling here? It's a cult plus. Uh, what do you think? Um, I was debating that, so I, I'm going to defer to the group on on where we should land. I I could see it being a wits plus a cult because mm. it, it's about getting information, um, but I also could see it maybe being more along the lines of resolve. Like we're really you know trying to make it happen. Um, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. What do you all? Resolve, resolve plus a cult yeah 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 okay cool. so resolve plus a cult i'm gonna um so i my tarot deck is a prized possession i can't remember yeah. what that does is that a plus yeah. one i think it might even be a plus two honestly um that was a uh, a merit you took prized possession yeah that was one of the merits from the um innocence yeah. that okay let me pull that up real quick. Let's get rolls uh, result plus a cult for um, and for Ned and um, and everyone has a plus one because of my Ari. teamwork. Uh, oh yeah, nice. that's right, that's right. So yeah, Ned and Ari, go ahead with your resolve plus a cult with a plus one. One success, good enough. Uh, two for me. And two. All right, great. So that's a plus two total for uh, Annie. Plus and then, three, right? And then plus, yeah, plus, oh, uh, yeah, sorry. sorry. Plus two from the teamwork and then plus one. So that's three. And then, yeah, the equipment bonus. Let's just go ahead and say plus two for right now. And I'll double check. Yeah, it I, I just looked it up. It looks like it is plus two for intended use. Oh, great. Uh, okay. So that's great. And then um, for, uh, the and then i also have a specialty in divination for a cult mm. um so um that would be are you okay with plus six in that case or do you want to cap sure. plus five for modifiers let's call it a plus six that's fine yeah. right all right three successes so um so yeah, so you you uh, you flip the cards, uh, you know, after after the appropriate amount of shuffling, lay them out one, two, three, past, present, and future. And the okay, so my my sort of shaky uh, knowledge of the tarot here uh, is, um. Oh, didn't include your resolve. Oh, did it not? Oh. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm still the faces. I'm still a little weird. Um, let me. So it should be resolve plus a cult, and then I hit input value. And oh yeah, that's how I had the modifier, right? Yeah, yeah. That oh, there we time. go. That's more like it. Okay, <laughs> five successes. Excellent, excellent. Okay, even better. So, uh, so yeah, so my, my, my shaky tarot knowledge here, um, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll just, I'll just I, describe I can feed you cards if you want. Yes, exactly. the meaning of every card right yes. now. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Come up with a tarot reading on the spot. Do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, the, the, okay. So let's see here. The past, the past is, um, what is it like the priestess right or the uh empress something like that mm -hmm. is that is that right yeah yeah there's the yeah, empress okay 
Um, so that's the past. Uh, the present is um, something to do something to do with like um, you know sort of like hidden or shadows you know like 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 knowledge that is hidden away um, or or bought at great risk so uh, yeah there, there's some there's a, a couple of cards that represent like you know using uh, deceit and uh, uh, hidden and sneaking around to accomplish things like I can't remember which one of the swords like the seven but seven of swords I think I was thinking yeah I was thinking like it had to be of swords um and um oh you know actually we'll go with the classic it's the hermit actually oh okay yeah so it's it's that it's that lantern you know uh shining and uh promising to reveal so the the lone the lone figure promising to reveal information. Uh, the future is definitely swords. Uh, and that's the one I think it's three of swords. Maybe it's the one with all the swords in the, in the guy's back, you know? Okay. All right. So all, all, uh, and, uh, so the, the cards are revealed one by one, um, the empress. I'm like, all right, not worried about that. Um, the hermit, I'm like, I kind of think, I find that strange. And I, I look around because we've all committed to being together. And yes, here's this card about, you know, uh, being alone and, and secrets and things. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that makes me immediately question what's not being said amongst us, among other things. And then the three of swords. Um, I, sh- I should, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll amend that. Ten of swords, actually. Ten of swords. Oh, ten of swords. Okay. Um, and I say, well, I said, the Ten of Swords in the future is telling us that we are going to reach the end of the story. But it's may not be good. I could have told you that. <laughs> and I look, I look at Ned and I'm like, not that we're not going to get there, Ned. We're going to get there and we're going right. to find out. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. All right. Dude, do you always be such a buzzkill? I'm sorry. It's just this is all new to me. I haven't um um yeah, I haven't done this before. I'm sorry. I'm not a witch. I'm not uh on, you know, dark web message boards, okay, or whatever you're doing. I don't know. Okay. Um like what 20 you minutes trying to show it to you. Were you not paying attention? <laughs> um, I may have dozed off. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm all in now, right? We're going to finish this. Like the uh, strange hermit uh, card said, okay? We're going to finish this. I got to be honest. I actually have no idea what these cards are. Um. <laughs> Well, we we can I can tell you what they mean, but I can't tell you what they actually mean until we're actually at the end of the road. That's not very helpful. Uh, you know, divination is an art, not a science. Okay. Well, investigation um, is a science. Yes, I think. 
right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. Uh, Sherlock Holmes. Um was that guy real? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um so then it doesn't matter. Let's go. All right, let's get out of this place before someone calls the cops on us. All right, let's go. It's all pack up. I'll blow up my candle, pack up my stuff. Um, All right. So all we have to do is get footage of the midnight show on KTLA five, five years ago. Yeah, I can do that. Of course you can. Um, it doesn't look like we're getting into this house anytime soon. No, not without like dying from poison, which right. would probably not be fun. Right, but probably not. Maybe we could check, see if we see any news reports of the house getting shot up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Let's go to the TV station. I got an idea. Down to the TV station? I mean, like, it's the 90s, so I assume there's, like, a local TV station somewhere close, somewhere within driving distance. Oh, yeah. KTLA 5. It's uh, one of the oldest TV stations in the country. Yeah. And let's um, see. It is located not too far away. By the way, uh, Annie, you get the inspired condition because you got an exceptional success on that. Mm. Uh, Hell, yeah. Role. Yeah. Is is that the old KTLA one that's on sunset? Like yes, exactly. The, yes, one on one. Yes, that's the very one. Um. All right. Well, we once Annie packs up her stuff, um, we're gonna head back to Nick's car. All right. Um. So I, I'll drive us down to KTLA. Uh, walk into the front door, uh, assuming it's open. I, I don't know what time we arrive, but I, I have to say since they do evening broadcast, the, the door is still open. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Go up to the front desk and I say, hi, we're local high school students in the Pasadena area, and we're actually um, doing a project uh, on sort of local history and current events. And we wanted to know if we could get some tapes uh, well, okay, so there's two, okay, there's four of us and we're in two different groups and one of us is doing some stuff on news reports, the other one's doing on like local culture. So we wanted to get some like tapes to, to study um, for our uh, project. <laughs> so, you know, the, the receptionist, you know, yeah. So you're, you're, you get there around uh, 5.30 cause you, you know, had to deal with some traffic uh, coming over. And uh, so this is like, you know, sort of the evening receptionist. She's probably just clocked in and getting still getting settled in. And she's just sort of blinking at you like, OK, uh, so, yeah, give me some kind of, uh, you know, uh, manipulation or uh, something, something along those lines. However, you want to try and, you know, I was going to argue for approach because he's kind of just going yeah. like he's not trying sure. to be tricksy. He's just going full more like force of personality. Won't stop talking. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, presence and um, uh, expression, maybe, or or you know, if you got something better. Uh, expression makes sense. Uh, the only other thing, 
Let me explain. The only other things I would suggest, I have the exact same dot rating it, so it's all massively irrelevant. Sure. <laughs> um, and oh. I would like to spend a willpower. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely. It's appropriate. Yeah. Make sure that we don't dead end, uh, get any dead end clues here. Mm-hmm. One success. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so she sort of blinks at you as she takes in everything you just bombarded her with. And she says, um, she says, well, that's fine, kids. Um, not something I can help you with right off the bat. Our archivist is the person you want to talk to. And so she starts like, you know, she pulls out a, a drawer and, and uh, starts, you know, rifling through it. And she says, I've, I've got his card here somewhere. Um, there's probably a form you'll have to fill out as well. So let me see if I can find that, you know, so she's just kind of, you know, looking through her files and whatnot, but, um, it does seem like, you know, you'll get what you need, but it might not be, uh, might not be immediate, you know, that's fine. Uh, so finally she, you know, gets the paperwork together and, uh, and she says, uh, yes, here you go. And so she she slides across a couple, you know, um, you know, fifth generation Xeroxed uh, forms and a card with the KTLA logo on it that identifies Michael Reynolds as the, uh, you know, station archivist. It's got his number on it. And uh, she says, um, just go ahead and fill out that form. Give Mr. Reynolds a call uh, tomorrow. Um, and uh, I'm sure he can. I'm sure he can help you. Thank you. Good yeah. luck. Well, that wasn't bad, Nick. Thank you. What, what did you think I was going to do? I had no idea. Okay. Because, like, those things are, like, just available. <laughs> so they're, they're, yeah, they're not going to, like, hide it or anything. <laughs> and if they are, well, then we've already mm. learned something, haven't we? See? We can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> you want what tape <laughs> i'm sorry all the tapes on that particular day were lost in a very specific very controlled fire yeah <laughs> it only burned that one part of the shelf it was really weird <laughs> they, were, they were damaged in a strange fumigation accident when the exterminators dun, dun, dun. Ah, the exterminators were <laughs> it turns out it's exterminators all along <laughs> all right all right so it's getting on for dinner time you know we all gotta probably get back to your respective abodes um anyone have how actual halloween plans you're all probably too old to go trick-or-treating unless you want to go out and you know egg some houses or whatever yeah <laughs> um no i don't think he has specific halloween plans Annie has made it very clear to her parents that she is needs to be left alone because it is the most holy night of the year and she will be in her uh, room ritualing. Of course. Of course. Nick's parents don't per se stopped doing anything for Halloween once he hit around age 12 because they think it is slightly like off to celebrate it. Anything that mm-hmm. isn't remotely promotes superstition. Uh, which is just sort of like a nice way of them lying to themselves because they're just socially awkward and don't like <laughs> and don't don't like <laughs> Halloween. Uh, but Nick is absolutely going to spend it 
in his room uh, with his cat. Uh, so I can get that plus one to gener- next to generation roll that I, that I get for spending time with my cat. Uh, nice. With a stack of horror movies that he rented from the local Blockbuster. Uh, nice. For those of you who are too young, Blockbuster is where we used to get videos. <laughs> yes, indeed. Technically, one still exists. Yes. Exactly one. <laughs> oh man, that, that feels like a world of darkness thing right there. You know, the, the yeah. you must go to the last blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> All Great right, screenplay idea. Yeah, actually, you know, could do any kind of any number of things with that. Um. All right. Cool. And and for Nick, do you still want to do some some uh, BBS action as well? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So everyone sort of disperses back to their back to their respective homes, but we'll we'll follow Nick uh, back to his uh, rather nice, you know, upper middle class uh, domicile paid for by the military industrial complex and um and in your room uh what kind of what kind of horror movies does nick go in for are you are you like 70s horror guy or is it more like classic universal horror like what do you what do you look for so um i think he got like just a wide selection of horror movies like i think he he kind of wanted to like get the broad scope i think Mm -hmm. however uh you know in the TP version of this, the movie that would be playing would, of course, be the most thematically appropriate movie that he could possibly be watching. Uh, so let's. So in that case, which would be, um, let me look it up. I, I I know the perfect movie. It's The Hunger with David Bowie. Ooh, very nice. Excellent. Yeah, I, I feel like that's the most um, thematically appropriate vampire movie that I could think of. That has, I know no would would know would have come out at that point off the top of my head. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, so yeah. So as as the as the sultry and stylist uh, stylistically, um, you know, adventurous <laughs> vampire movie is playing out on your little TV, and you are logging on to your BBS. So, what what exactly are you looking to find out? Um. So. Uh, so, uh, Annie, I assume you took the book with you, right? Yes. Okay, so that now is the time to reveal dramatic to, for him to open up his bag and reveal that he actually made photocopies of the entire diary uh, <laughs> during his study period. Um, uh, and so he's flipping through it, and he's basically he's leaving any names off of it, but he's like putting out some what he thinks are some of the more interesting, um, like signifiers of of like you know you know like i i've got this information you know you know blood drinking teeth um you know just like a handful of like inter- immediate signifiers i'd have to look at the actual pdf to pull the specific ones yeah and he's basically throwing it out there like one does anybody have any ideas about this um nah, he's impulsive he'd do it two uh does anybody know anything about that uh, Elvira knockoff that ran, uh, that used to run on KCAL? Like mm. any weird rumors? Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. 
So, um, uh, yeah, let's get a uh, uh, computers plus um, presence. Presence, yeah. Yes, yeah. Makes sense. Well, this is an extremely good roll for me, so. Oh, good. Three, four, five, six. Wow. Yeah, three inspired with green computers. Nice. Yeah, they, many things were shrinking violet if not one of them. <laughs> Uh, three successes. Brilliant. All right. Um, so yeah, you spend a you know good couple hours um, popping around between your different servers, um, asking some questions. You have quite a quite a few people um, who remember. Um, they're like, oh yeah, like that was um, that was uh, Mistress Black's Midnight Movie Marathon. Um, that was actually on KTLA though. And, uh, you know, in my opinion, she was way better than Elvira, you know, and so on and so forth. Right. And then other people who were like, you know, oh man, she was a, she was a hot mess. And, um, uh, you know, I think her personal life was, was, you know, pretty fucked up if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, there's, uh, definitely no like neutral opinions about her it would seem and um so there was that and then what was the other bit that uh nick was looking for uh, i was essentially putting in like a a list of like does anybody like you know uh, uh lots of rats um weird guy who crawls along the floor um you know drinking blood uh, uh, uh any other references i could find in the book to like specific vaguely weird things and just being like, hey, anybody have any idea what these things might mean? <laughs> All right. So uh, so that that gets a lot of responses along the lines of, uh, you know, sounds like Nosferatu. Have you ever seen that movie? You know, and then like debates about whether the original is better. The Werner Herzog uh, 1970s version is better. Um, you know, and, and other people like anyway, uh, you know, that's, yeah, that's a pretty classic manifestation of like a, uh, a folkloric, like medieval vampire right there, you know, personification of plague and disease, you know, none of this, none of this modern vampire crap where they're all romantic, you know, that sort of thing. Um, that's probably all. Okay, yeah, I think that's it. I, I had some other ideas, but I don't think he's escalated to that level of of, of, <laughs> of law breaking yet. So instead, he's just gonna um, law breaking sit, sit with his cat in his lap like I am right now, and uh, watch watch some horror movies. All right. And uh, yeah, naturally, uh, I think everyone just assumes you know it's Halloween, talking about Nosferatu and whatnot, you know. It's just uh, it's what you do on a night like tonight. Yeah, I think um, other than that, unless anyone has anything else they want to spend their Halloween doing, uh, we'll just move ahead to the next morning. But yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I think Ned's just writing like a pro-cons list and going down this journey with uh, his friends. And he's bummed to find that there's more in the pros col- column than the cons column at this point. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, yeah. So. 
I think at some point after doing her ritual, Annie, you would want to do um, her. She has her um, 2000 mentor, um, mm. which is an AOL chat room on occult topics. Right. Um, and you, I welcome you to decide because I don't think she knows who these people are or person. Um, but I do think that probably tonight they would not be active. So I think she logs in hoping to seek answers on like the blood drinking and things, but ultimately doesn't have any luck tonight. But we'll be going right. back on a future night to try to, you know, see if anyone can help her ID what's going on. Okay. And this is and like kind of the, the mis- is this the mysterious mentor? You don't really know who they are, or like is it just more like yeah. an aggregate uh, of the chat room gestalt or, or what? I was thinking it was an aggregate, uh, but I'm open yeah. for that evolving or changing. Uh, one of the things about the mentor merit is that you're, they're supposed to want something from you. Mm-hmm. And I'm imagining that until well, now, all they've really wanted from me are, you know, for me to share my own experiences in the occult. But once I start asking some of these questions, perhaps the, the trade-off, they'll give me their insights, but in return, they want me to document things I find on the way. And mm. I'll let you decide what the, what, how that relates to other groups in the world that we may actually be encountering. And I don't know that that's them. Maybe it's hunters. Maybe it's the bad guys themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's someone unrelated, but um, I think they're, you know we can kind of play with that unknown. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. So, um, so yeah. So, you know, next morning, Tuesday, 1st of November, head into school. And, um, you know, right away as you're walking onto campus, you notice uh, a couple cop cars parked outside. Not usual. Um, this is in the days before school security metal detectors in most schools, at least. Um, so a little unusual to see a police presence on campus and, um, you know, file into homeroom, find your seats, all the usual suspects are there or so it would seem. Uh, but as the morning bell rings, um, uh, I think uh, maybe Annie um, certainly would note that uh, the desk behind her is empty. Jenna has is uh, not here today, and uh, you know, as you're all kind of settling in and chatting, classroom door opens. Principal walks in with a couple of police officers. And, uh, you know, all eyes, of course, turn on these uh, authority figures. The noise dies down. Principal says, uh, class, I have a couple uh, officers here from the LAPD. They would uh, they would just like to uh, have a few minutes of your time, if you don't mind. And uh, he nods, and one of the police officers steps forward, and he says, um, "Did anyone here speak with uh, or see Jenna Gordon uh, at any time after 3:30 p.m. yesterday?" 
And, uh, and of course, people look around. Nobody raises their hand. And uh, after a little pause, the uh, officer says, um, we are uh, currently looking for her. She um, did not come home last night after going out um, for the uh, holiday festivities. If anyone happens to hear from her, uh, please give us a call immediately. And he starts to distribute a card around the classroom. Everyone's kind of looking at each other, not sure how to react. And with the cards distributed, the uh, officers give the principal a nod. Principal nods to your teacher. They all depart. Teacher looks concerned, but she does her best to get the class on track and uh, underway. Um, is there a, I assume it's like a specific detective's name on the card? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Roman Esposito. Okay. I think I'm doing my best to keep a poker face until the cops leave. And then as soon as they do, I immediately look over, uh, to my left toward Ned and Nick. <laughs> kind of like leaning out over the desk, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 yeah, like, like looking at Nick, like, right. Like, you know, we totally get it. And then looking at Ned, like, come on, you got to see it now. <laughs> Similar vein, like keeping a cool until the cops leave. And like the second the cops leave, there is a note being passed back. Uh, uh, that I'm hoping gets to Miguel. Like I'm gesturing to get it to Miguel because Ooh. yeah, he might be a pathological liar, but also he's got his finger on all the gossip and it's just a note that's like, okay, no fucking spill. You have to know something. Cause if nice. there's anyone that's going to know something, it's going to be Miguel. Okay. All right. Um, very good. So, um, yeah, I don't think there's really any role required to, to get Miguel to talk. <laughs> he <laughs> likes to talk. <laughs> so, um, you know, this, you know, first period comes to an end, bell rings, everyone files out and, uh, and yeah, Miguel just makes a beeline over to Ari and he says, uh, says i'm glad you finally noticed just just spill man i'm i know i'm gonna have to sift through what's shit and what's not but like what'd you hear <sighs> only that this is probably like the eighth missing kid case like this year like they've been going missing all over the town haven't you noticed like all the have you seen me flyers up everywhere? The milk carton pictures and the flyers in the mailbox. Like, dude, someone's would, like coming after us. Would I have noticed any of those things? Like in looking back, like maybe not in the moment, but in looking back, yeah. like, oh, yeah, there are a few. Do a do a retrospective wits plus composure roll. <laughs> 
See what you remember. <laughs> no <laughs> like, successes. <laughs> yeah. So. I got my own nope. shit to worry about. I don't know. Um. Okay. Like. No. But like, also, who's gonna come after us? We're a bunch of idiot kids. Isn't that what they all say? Like, oh, don't worry about it. There's just some loser teenagers. Like, also, who's gonna come after you? <sighs> no one's coming after me. I stay strapped at all times. And he like kind of like reaches in his pocket and pulls a, a little like pocket knife halfway out and <laughs> then puts it back in, you know. Yeah, okay, Miguel. You 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 have uh you have good luck with that. I got nothing to worry about. I But th- I'll, I'll keep I'll keep an eye out if there are actually like eight other kids missing. Gotta be what a pattern or some shit, isn't that what they say on the detective shows? Probably, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, could be a pattern. They're all like kids our age, so I think I think already starts to say something and then bites his tongue because there's like the thought, an actual thought forming. But saying it to Miguel of all people is probably not the smartest move. So he just kind of nods and gives another like, thanks. And then rushes to find like Annie and them. <laughs> all right. So since that was a failed role that did generate an element, but that element can only be used to uncover other clues. So like, you know, normally elements can be used to uncover clues or anything else connected with the investigation, which in the past I've used to like, I mean, if somebody wants to like use that even in like a combat situation, right? Where it's kind of like, well, I know this person's weakness or whatever, you know, like you can do that. Um, but um, but yeah, this this one in particular. So we've got four elements in the pool thus far and uh, but one of them can only be used for clue finding. Okay. Like- um, oh, sorry, go ahead. You're good. I was just because I feel like that makes sense given what we learned. I feel like that makes sense as an element that can find other clues. So yeah, right. That works yeah, out well. Kind of puts you on the path. Yeah. Um. So when Annie gives me that look, I kind of just go oh, and take out a little book and mark another thing into the pro column. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird. It's definitely weird. Um, and once they have a free moment in between classes or at break, he'll go over to talk to them. Okay. So yeah, morning break comes around. Uh, you all get a chance to meet up in the, in the quad. Did you find anything out, Nick, last night? Uh, people are very divided on whether or not Mistress Black is any good or not. Um, and pretty much everybody said vampires. Um, not because of the blood drinking thing, although I know why you think that, uh, but because of the rats and the invocation of plagues. I don't buy it because vampires are bullshit and aren't real but you know that's what I got oh um 
So, Mr. Open Mind over here. Yeah, Mr. Not Enough Evidence. Yeah. Yeah. If we're going to do this, we just got to go all in, okay? Anything's possible. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Ned, I'm so glad to hear you say that. And he says, (laughs) I just, I figure if we're doing it, I'm, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to be all in. All right. So, possibility number one vampires. Okay, let's just, if the supernatural does exist, then yes, it's probably vampires. I mean, there's blood drinking. It's like, it's a simple if-then statement. If supernatural real, then it is van- then, then, then vampire. Um, I'm not saying I, I'm there yet. I'm just agreeing that if-then. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think that I think this is a testable hypothesis. Oh, you do. <laughs> I do. We'd have to, we have to find a vampire. I mean, I propose easy. we just find a vampire. Well, we would know they exist if it were that, if, if that part were easy, but this is a testable hypothesis. So I think we need to look more into this, uh, mistress black thing. Sure. If she's, if she's not been seen in the daytime in a long time, that would be a piece of evidence in the pro column. She has been well, seen she, in the daytime recently. That'd be evidence in the negative column. Isn't she dead? I don't think she's been seen for a hot second. Well, yeah, but like, you know, she was not dead at one point. In theory. Yeah, she well, might I wonder if that video has has the, the clue we need to find her. Probably. That's why I. That's why I'm going to be spending my lunch period filling out forms like all the cool kids. <laughs> really, the only reason I know get beat up is because he's my friend. It's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Also, yeah. I'm very fast, so you know that helps too. Sure. That is the goal. Fast is one of the four rules. Oh. Okay, but you don't think. Fast is not one of the rules. Sorry. Not slow is one of the rules. Oh, okay. That's true. Medium is on the table. Medium is on the table. (laughs) You don't think this Jenna thing's related, right? Insufficient data to form conclusion. I'm worried about her. (laughs) You know, she's been through some stuff. I'm going to go with Occam's razor on this. What's the likelihood that it, uh, someone missing right after we see a crazy rat thing happening at the party was Jenna's the party, wasn't she? I actually don't remember. Uh, um, as someone who was vaguely socializing, was Jenna at the party? On Saturday night, yes, you did see her. Okay. So we it- saw her two or three days before she went missing and she was at the party with the weird rat things that were summoned by the vampire um, in the house where the vampire had uh, completely ruined our friend and left notes perhaps. So yeah, I, I think it could be related. So 
Let's not start calling it a vampire, okay? Agree there. The vampire-esque unknown. Quantum vampire? you. I think unknown is fine. Uh, Storyteller, can I make an intelligence and subterfuge uh, role to see if I, to see if I can pull any validity out of Miguel's statement? Like, even if I didn't see the posters, is this something that I would think is valid enough to share with my friends? I like it. Yeah, sure. Uh, two mm-hmm. successes. Cool. Um, he certainly seemed, um, yeah, pretty sure of himself. Um, and it's it's rare for Miguel to make up a lie that can be easily disproven, which this seemingly could be. Like, all you would have to do is just, you know, ask around and, you know, confirm yes or no, you know, or even, like, uh, you know, call, call the local police station or the local, you know, TV network and ask, you know, so... Um, usually he, you know, usually it's the sort of thing like, you know, my uncle who lives in, uh, Seattle kind of thing, you know, told me such and such. Okay. Yeah. Then there'd be a, then there'd be a first. Yeah. No, I'm with, I'm with Ned on this. Let's, let's pump the brakes a little on immediately jumping to vampire. Second. Unfortunately. There's more than just Jenna. So it could be connected to the Halloween thing. It could be connected to the Halloween party and the shit that was happening there. It could also be something else. Like I was chatting with Miguel. There's like eight other kids around town that have gone missing. And like normally, you know, it's Miguel, but that's an easy check. Well, let's check. After school, absolutely. I mean, unless okay. you want to skip second period, I'm down for that too. <laughs> Tempting. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. No, let's no. <laughs> after Finish. school, it is then. After school. Uh, okay. I, uh, David, quick question: Is Yo. is it soccer season? And I only ask because it, it, are, are, are Ned and I supposed to be in soccer practice after school or not? I'd say it probably is. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't fall. I don't so, remember when soccer season was uh, when I was a kid, unfortunately. Yeah. I was not tuned into that either. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I was on the soccer team. So I should remember this. I just don't. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It says it uh, commences in November commences in november oh. so maybe you're just doing you're doing after school practice at the moment yeah yeah i feel like the main season was always kind of like between fall and spring like that kind of wintry early spring yeah. late fall early spring time yeah that's my yeah something like that i think post football maybe so that they're, they're not using the football field now so yes that know. was definitely correct yeah yeah all right yeah so you know you got it 90 minutes of soccer practice after school, uh, three days a week or whatever, you know. Okay. Good good time for the non-soccer players to go get into, into trouble they shouldn't be getting into. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, boy. The two A's. 
All right. So what kind of trouble do Ari and Annie want to get into? I think unless Annie has specific plans, I think Ari's first first uh, uh, thought is to double check either by going to the police station or um, seeing if, if he can find flyer missing kids flyers or something just to double check because mm. that gives them a better idea of are we looking for someone that has a vendetta against people at that party or are we looking mm. for someone that has a broader pattern that might not necessarily include the Halloween party Jenna just happened to get caught up in it Mm-hmm. What if we ask Jesse instead of going to the, the police department? You think he would know? I mean, he might, being police chief's kid, he, but... I think he would find out for us if we were to do something for him in return. Um, maybe, do, uh, maybe offer a homework assignment or something. I mean, the, the boy never wants to do anything. I'd be down for that. Yeah, I can do, I can see what classes I have with him offer to do his homework for like a week and a half. Two weeks, two weeks. This is a two weeker. (laughs) Another thing we could potentially do is to talk to this Detective Espinosa person and, uh, you know, basically say that we saw Jenna at the party. Nothing, no lying involved, but then you know, basically say that we're really freaked out and is it true that kids are disappearing all over town? I say we do both. I don't think the detective's going to give us anything. I think he's going to try to comfort us, which is very noble of him, but I don't think we're actually going to get information. And if... If what our friend at the coffee shop had says is true of the diary I don't know that it's a good idea to keep going with like giving stuff to the police if we don't have to yeah I, I'm not taking the book anywhere near any police people or uh, station or the police station that's for sure yeah if this is connected in fact should we should I have the so suddenly Annie's going to look a little freaked out and get a little paranoid and look over, look around. She said, I have the diary with me. Do we, should we not be bringing it with us? Should we stash it someplace? That's, that's a good question. Okay. Pros and cons here. Pros of stashing it. We don't have it on us, so if someone comes after us, they're not going to get it. We'll know where it is, but they might not know where it is. Cons. Which, which could be leverage if we get kidnapped or something. True. Cons. If we get kidnapped or something, they might not care. And also, they might still come after us thinking we have it even if we stash it. And con as well that if uh, we stash it someplace, someone might find it if, if they figure out where it's stashed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it could we... be someone innocent or someone not innocent. What if we rotate it between all of us? No one keeps it for more than a couple days at a time. 
David, the diary itself, is it like a, you know, off the shelf kind of diary you buy at a bookstore? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 on the nicer end. It was, um, you know, probably bought at Roman's Books, which is a Pasadena independent bookstore. Um, shout out to Romans. But um, <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a nicer one, but not like leather bound or anything like that. You know. Well, what if we what if we could find identical versions and then we each carry one and we secretly exchange them so we don't know who has the actual one? Mm-hmm. I don't hate this plan. I don't hate it at all. <laughs> I, I bet you I could track down if, if they bought it locally. I bet you I could track it down. My my family we go to bookshops all the time. Mm. Let's do it after class. After class, let's do that. Or wait, are we assuming that it's fast forwarded to soccer yeah. practice slash? After, okay, yeah, let's do that. Let's see if we can find Jesse. See if we can we can bribe him into getting some info for us, and then let's find these. Let's find some copycats and make some copycat diaries. <laughs> totally, this is this is amazing. I love it. All right, um, very good. So, where are you going to look for Jesse? I'm going to try and find him. He's probably uh, like given given that he's the slacker, given everything, and given that his dad's probably working right now. I imagine that he's one of the people that like hang out under the bleachers kind of I don't want to deal with going home right now kind of kids. Yeah. So that'd probably be where I start. All right. I like that. It puts us in physical proximity to uh, Nick and Ned as well. So as they're <laughs> hustling up and down the, the yeah, field, you know, <laughs> um, the two of you uh, make your way under the bleachers. And oh, and I should I'll, I'll just correct myself from earlier. I said LAPD just out of force of habit. This is actually Pasadena PD that, that came in. And so that's the uh, and of course, that's Jesse's dad is chief of Pasadena police. Um, so uh, so, yeah, sure enough, you know, he's he's under there um, uh, with uh, Sarah and a couple other kids, the you know, unmistakable smell of pot smoke is wafting in the air um, as they're surreptitiously passing one around. And, um, you know, Sarah just sees the two of you and she's like, hey, care to join us? Heavily consider it and then pass. Yeah, Annie nods and does the same. So uh, she says, what's up? So can we have a little chat with my man Jesse here for a second? Like just just two of us and him for a minute. You know, everyone else kind of shrugs like, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, they they kind of move off down further along the bleachers. And Jesse's kind of blinking at you like, what's up? Like sling my arm around him, kind of turn him towards me and Annie. Like, Jesse, so your pops has uh, has some knowledge that we want. 
We were thinking you could ask him some questions for us. In exchange, I'll make it worth your while. Oh, man. Come on. You know I hate it when you talk about my dad. I'm not like he's not like some kind of magic, you know, information dispenser. Like, what is this? Your your cousin got arrested. You want to get him out of jail or something? I've heard it a million times. No, uh, I heard from a little birdie that some kids have been going missing. Not just Jenna. And I'm real curious about it. And I was hoping you could confirm that for me. And in exchange, in exchange, two weeks, you don't have to do history homework. And, and honestly, like, we're, we're a little scared by this, you know? Like, this is a big deal. So, you know, if you could help, that would be really great. Hmm. I mean, got that midterm paper coming up, you realize... It's a lot of work. I know. I can promise you a nice B minus. Not too high. You don't want to make it suspicious. Not too low. Got to make sure that you're getting a decent grade. I know. I know. Don't want to wreck and, the and curve. And tell, tell you what, I'll I'll uh, I'll help. I will read it, which will at least get it up to a B. All right, so let's do some manipulation plus uh, persuasion, please. So, I mean, I, would this be a teamwork the way we're doing? Yeah, you can definitely teamwork this. Okay. Absolutely. So, does right. the plus one apply even if Ned's not there? I I don't think so, unfortunately. Yeah, um, yeah, you have to be there to sort of coordinate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So Good. my pool is four, Miko. But I mean, I'm in the distance, right? Like, can I? Can I like, <laughs> You're like, come on, guys! Yeah, yeah. you got this. <laughs> <laughs> Working good. <laughs> Who are you talking to, Ned? <laughs> My pool yeah. is also four, so I'm happy to help you, or I'm happy to to be helped. Either one. If if it's if it's the same, I I think you're really taking the lead on this. So I'll I'll uh, roll first. Um, okay. okay, I got one success. Good enough. That's plus one. Sweet. Nice. Two successes. All right. So Jesse, you know, thinks about it. He's like, two weeks. Two weeks. All right. I'll see what I can find out. You're the best. I can't promise anything. I can't promise anything. The old man, he can. That's fair be a little tight lip sometimes you know i i get it if it's nothing it's nothing i'm still gonna pay up i promise all right so he puts his hand out for a you know a little little hand clasp shake on it kind of thing absolutely All right, well, if you don't mind, and he kind of <laughs> makes his way back towards his, his little group, and he's like, hey, come on, give me some of that. Enjoy. I will join you another time when I don't have to babysit. Kind of. <laughs> kind of gives you a little like, back. wave behind his head. 
All right. That covers one of our bases to go get books. Absolutely. Operation Diary Duplicate. And uh, yeah, so meanwhile, as the as the two of you uh, head off for Romans, um, Ned and Nick wrap up your soccer practice. Uh, Nick, you've got your form filled out, <clears throat> so probably have just enough time to make it over to Hollywood before five o'clock. Perhaps no time to actually change out of your your. Uh, your your uh, PE clothes. Uh, I am a man on a mission. That's right. <laughs> a little and sweaty. That requires me to be sweaty, and that is not what the mission requires. <laughs> I am 17, and therefore I am constantly sweaty anyway. True. <laughs> All right. Um, and Ned, are you accompanying Nick on this? or? Yep. Yep. Ned's in. Okay. All right. So two of you, uh, yeah, get over to KTLA headquarters about, you know, uh, 4.30, we'll say. Um, assuming soccer practice was your, your final period. And um, and um, different receptionists this time, but you, you hand in the forms. She looks them over, gets on the phone. Uh, says, Mr. Reynolds, there are a couple of high school students here to see you. They've filled out their forms. I think they want some tapes from the archives. She listens for a moment, gets off the phone. She says, um, he'll be right out. So you sort of loiter in this uh, pleasantly air-conditioned, you know, glass and chrome and uh, potted palm lobby. And uh, a few minutes later, a uh, older gentleman comes out from the back and, uh, you know, he's kind of um, middle-aged white guy, bald glasses, you know, looks all every inch the archivist, you know, uh, talks to the receptionist. He picks up your forms, looks them over, walks over and says, uh, Hi there, uh, Michael Renner, Reynolds. I'm the uh, chief archivist here. It uh, looks like two of you want um, these tapes uh, doing a school project, I take it? That's exactly right, sir. I see. And uh, okay, yeah, it, it, it won't take me uh, too long uh, here. We'll, uh, we'll just take you on back. We've got a little uh booth that we can we can get you set up in to um to uh view these uh tapes and um uh, i'm here till 5 30 so got a little bit of time left in the day i think um yeah it's no problem and if we need to can we come back another day absolutely yes uh we'll we'll have your forms on file here so you can just uh ask the receptionist at the front desk and um We'll get you. Uh, we'll get you back again. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Of course, of course, of course. So he uh, takes you back through the you know security locked door and uh, shows you to a little like soundproof room with a couple of viewing monitors with a little uh, 
you know, baffles on either side and, uh, you know, excuses himself to go get the tapes, hang out in there for 10 minutes or so. He comes back in, says, uh, oh, here, here we go. Um, and uh, when you're done, you can just uh, put them in this basket here by the door and uh, we'll collect them later. Thank you. Good luck on your project, kids. So uh, so we had the midnight viewing and the midnight showing uh, October 31st, 1989. What was the other tape? Oh, we wanted the um, news for the day after the shooting to see if there, there was any mention of any news. Okay, cool. All right, who wants to take which tape? I, I hold them both off. Do you have a preference, sir? I'll grab uh, October 31st. Okay. All right, so uh, so Nick, you settle in uh, with the news broadcast um, uh, for that particular day in may which i do not have at my fingertips but um um <clears throat> you begin to watch it and uh as for ned what you find yourself watching is a broadcast of mistress black's midnight movie marathon um you can see right away you've never watched any of these episodes but you can see it's a special one because it's halloween night and she's making a big deal about how it's, you know, uh, it's a live show. She's got the audience with her. You know, there's a lot of cheering, a lot of hooting and, uh, you know, very uh, amped audience, you know. And um, and so, uh, you know, what you're seeing is this uh, woman who, uh, you know, is wearing like the black wig the plunging black form-fitting dress, um, you know, very chesty. Um, and she's definitely like, you know, charismatic and um, cracking jokes and just working the audience, you know. And, um, uh, you know, it's it's seems to be moving along, you know, as, as about you would expect. Uh, meanwhile, for... Nick, you know, you're just watching us a, a news broadcast and, you know, maybe right away you start to get a sense like this, you know, this isn't going to get coverage because they don't lead with it. You know, they lead with something completely different. Right. You know, a spate of pit bull attacks, uh, you know, in the San Gabriel Valley, you know, that kind of thing. Um, the so the three way race between Bill Clinton, Ross Perot and Bush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, um, so, so Ned, you're watching and, and it gets this part where Mistress Black, um, you know, calls for a volunteer from the audience and, um, you know, the camera cuts to a shot of the, uh, the grandstand, you know, and, there's lots of people putting their hands up and she, you know, she says, uh, how about you, sir? And, and this, you know, young man, uh, you know, handsome strapping guy, uh, you know, in a white T-shirt uh, stands up and he's, you know, sort of like, oh, me, you know. And so then he he heads down uh, onto the studio floor and she, you know, um, 
asks him his name and he says Aaron Evans and and uh you know she's asking where he's from and he says uh says oh I, I just I just got here from Kansas actually you know and she makes some jokes at his expense about being a hayseed and farm farm boy and whatnot you know and she's like all right Aaron well we're gonna we're gonna do a little reenactment here uh from tonight's feature film the blood of the vampire you know and and uh she um takes him over to this couch you know and sits him down and everyone's like you know and she's like totally playing it up for the audience and then you know she's like so there's this one scene where you know the uh the hero is is gonna make out with the vampire okay so do you think you can do that you know and and he's like oh yeah absolutely you know and so uh, you know, they kind of lean in and, and, you know, whatever, whatever gag she was going to pull, like there's this moment where she kind of pauses and then just suddenly she like plunges in and literally bites down on his neck. And it's not like a, um, it's not playful, you know, it's very like, like she is almost like trying to rip his neck out or his throat out, I should say. And you can see like blood sort of spurting and his eyes go wide and the audience gasps and like, you know, blood starts running down uh, over his his uh, clavicle and soaking into his shirt. And then uh, suddenly the broadcast just cuts. Ned. You know, he starts out laughing a lot. He almost forgot that that's what he was watching for, you know, like he was watching for something. He's like, she's yeah. funny, you know, and, the, yeah. and then um, slow, he just drifts into like stunned silence. And he says, it, it's, it's really vampires. And he turns to look at uh, Nick. I assume we're like, I can't hear him and I've got headphones on, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm just and like, he, he reaches over and throws the headphones on and says, mm-hmm. I, holy shit. Uh, and then he's going to rewind just up to right before she bites him and hit play. And he says, just watch. Eyes. Eyes get bigger. Fuck me sideways. You watch horror <laughs> movies all the time, right? That's is that like a special effects thing? What do you think? Well, uh, uh, David, uh, what, what would I roll to discern whether or not this is a special effects thing? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think your wits. Uh, Gosh, um, investigation maybe? Yeah, I was gonna say investigation. Maybe? That yeah, that seems like the best one. Yep, yep. What's plus or medicine maybe? I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't. I don't think Nick has Science? any dots in medicine. I do actually have a dot in medicine. You do? Oh, okay. Well, I, it depends I, so, on how. Yeah, it depends fun, on whether you're looking at it. Thing. I have a yeah. dot in medicine and a dot in survival because my character used to be a boy scout. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I love it. So, so it would be investigation if you're trying to determine if it's like a, a Hollywood special effect. Medicine, if you're just like that looks authentic, you know, it's kind of like what direction you want to approach it from. Uh, yeah. I, I would say he's trying to figure out if it's a Hollywood special effect. Yeah, I feel like okay. it's more up the street. Uh, and I, I would like to spend another willpower on this 
I recovered willpower sure. because I had a good night's sleep last night, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, can we so use that element of the glue here? And you can mm. totally use a clue element here, yes. That absolutely. is a very good idea. And also, can we team? Well, yeah, we could teamwork this, right? Yeah, I, no? That's, that's sure. That's, what, do you, what do you say, yeah. oh, great god machine? <laughs> that's a different chronicle uh yes no um yeah and uh, that's fine teamwork absolutely because you're both like leaning in and squinting at it and like uh, yeah scrutinizing it in the tv version in the movie version of this like our our faces are being lit eerily by the uh the, the video absolutely right. it's inexplicably yeah. very dark in this in this screening room i got two. Oh, that's a big old dice pool <laughs> nice. So I got two re rolls. Give me a moment. I got another re roll. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven successes. Okay. <laughs> I know everything. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's definitely worth two elements. So you you get back the one you spent and one more. And um, and then uh, Nick's going to gain a positive condition. Uh, it can be inspired as well or informed. Um, Let's go with informed. I feel like that fits his yeah. vibe. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah so like you rerun it maybe a couple of times and it's just like there is there is no way like you know because you even like back it up enough to see this guy from the audience and like he's just wearing like a like a Hanes t-shirt so there's no way he's got any kind of like squib or blood pump like kind of concealed under that you know and um you know like you can do a lot with fake blood but first of all this looks very real and secondly, the way it sort of spurts and then starts running, it's just like there's liquid you know, has to come from somewhere. Ned. There is nowhere from the li- for the liquid to come from except right. his own body. And like yeah, she was I like know. just talking, so she can't have had much in her mouth, you know, like all that stuff. Right. So yeah. 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 Um but I got nothing. Kind of sloppy for her to do this on national television, on well, at least local <laughs> television, isn't at it? At least local, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a bit sloppy, for sure. I mean, no one said vampires can't be morons, but. <laughs> it looks. Maybe she did it to send a message. Oh. I don't know. Maybe she was just really hungry. Yeah. Okay. Did we, when we requested, like, did we, did the guy bring us these specific tapes? Like we request a date and he brings them to us? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. That, that's yeah. That's, happens, that's right? like, that's what the form is. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. date time, all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. I I look around 
it's, it's just a viewing PlayStation, right? Like, there's no other stuff. Like, for copying, perhaps? Yes. Or, uh, right. Well, that, that is where my brain is at, GM. My brain is at, like, looking for a way to copy this tape. Right. Uh, uh, no, um, I mean, you know, maybe if you came back, you maybe if you went to Radio Shack, grabbed some, uh, you know, wires, some hardware, came back and, uh, you know, try to uh, appropriate role to hack these VCRs into, you know, like since there's two of them, you know, came back with a blank tape, you could hack it and maybe run a copy. But yeah, not 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 right now. OK, we'll call that a long term for later. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Um very good. Very good. Well, um I guess we're really doing this. Yes, we are. I'm as surprised as you are. Like I'm gonna be honest think you're with you. as surprised as I am. Okay. <laughs> I'm like 75% as surprised as you are. I mean, Look, yeah. I, I didn't see vampires coming. I'll be honest with you. Uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't either, but I guess we should have. I mean, it's all over the book. No, but like vampires, really? That's what's real. Well, you know, Not aliens. The, supernatural, the supernatural is just... You know, something science hasn't had a chance to study yet. I know you're trying to make me feel better, man, and I appreciate it, but still. It's just, it's just, you know, obscure science. That's all. I appreciate you trying to make me feel better. You're a good friend. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I feel like the others have to see this, but. Yeah, I may be able to hack something together, but not right now. I mean, we could bring him in, or... Do you think there's anyone who's gonna... be looking into us if we... if we... now that it's clear? Are you thinking what I think you're thinking? Yeah. No. No, I'm not. Mm -mm. No. Because if you are, I'm down. No. Let's just just get out of here. Okay. We're coming back. I'm going to make a duplicate of that tape. We're going to do it. No. Yeah. I mean... You can't stop me. I... No. Well, you should. Fine. That's fine. I just don't want to burn our only lead right now. Yeah, probably not again. Yeah. Right. That's all. All right. So I guess we, we drop the tapes in the basket and head back. Uh, uh, well, I, I maybe we agreed to eat at the meet at the E-bar uh, mm-hmm. at, um, at like 6.30 or 6 o'clock or something. Sure. That works. Um, also, achievement unlocked. So... Um, as I mentioned, uh, when we made characters, um, we're kind of like doing uh, Baby Hunter the, the Vigil. So um, normally you start with three tactics 
that you can use. Um, but I, you know, indicated we would be adding those as we go along. So uh, you have just gained your first tactic. Um, so this is profiling. And uh, this is used to profile a monster and pinpoint a human identity associated with it and learn some information about it. Um, and so we can go over how tactics work or I can just, you know, throw that up on the discord. Um, but yeah, essentially it's a team action. We need at least, uh, three people to do it. And it's, you know, something you can apply, uh, going forward. So that is your first tactic is profiling. Sorry to the image of like, well, while we were talking, like suddenly we stopped and like a little theme music played and like a little dialogue box popped up. <laughs> totally. Would you like to try it now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, ooh, I can click on something here. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, um, so yeah, as for uh, Ari and Annie, um, yeah, I'm just going to say, you know, it's, uh, it's a well-stocked bookstore. It's quite, you know, you can't find the exact same diary because this was bought four years ago. But you find one that looks... 90% the same. You know, it would take someone to actually like know what the original diary looked like and then closely scrutinize the fake diary to be like, hey, you know. So um so yeah, so you grab one for each person, so three or or four. Do you want four duplicates? And then what do you think? My inclination would be to just do three because if anyone saw anyone, if, if an outsider saw two of them in the same hands, that would yeah. kind of ruin the ruse. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. That's fine. All right. So you are at the E bar. Once again, as we, as we began, so we. So we end with this final scene. Uh, what would you like to do? Ned will sit down, slump over, and say, it's vampires. Yeah. <laughs> Nick's is like, yeah. yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> well, what, what did you find? Even I didn't think you would come around that quickly. <laughs> Um, that tape Beth was talking about is a lady tearing open a man's neck on live TV and drinking. She looked like when she was he drinking. says, when he says Beth, I immediately like start looking around the coffee shop. I look right back <laughs> over all of us. Our eyes just turn to look at that scene. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, she's not there. <laughs> not her permanent roost. I mean, it was pretty. It was pretty bloody. Yeah, like, like blood has to come. Blood has to come from somewhere, and there was nowhere for the blood to come except that this guy's throat. It looked right on television for four seconds before it cut. Yeah. So weird. 
Yeah. Feels that feels like uh four seconds too long. I mean, like there's there's it's it's not like there's a big press in case of you know star killing somebody button on live TV. Like you know it, you, they gotta you know they, they they gotta react and then find the thing. So like I buy it. It's less that it's less the buying it for with regards to them turning it off and more that feels so open. Oh yeah, that's what I said. This is a really sloppy vampire. Um, well, but Nick, that, that, I mean, that, thinks, can... that thinks they were sending yeah. a message, which I find creepy as fuck. Or, I mean, Nick, you're the conspiracy theorist. Like, if what, wouldn't someone have gotten rid of the tape by now? Like, if it was her overstepping in some way, like, or if it was her doing it involuntarily, like, wouldn't she have gotten rid of the tape? Or wouldn't someone else? Me, my. I mean, like, she hasn't been seen, heard from in, like, a while. So, like, maybe she pissed off somebody and, like, you know, the men in black came and, and did whatever they but, do to vampires. But, like... But they would have taken the tape. You're assuming that they get everything. And that's the thing. They don't. Because if they got everything, we'd never know. Every... What was the date? Sorry. Uh, October 31st, 1989. Exactly five years ago. Well, five years in the day. Yeah. Well, so if it's the same person, then she survived at least six months before the men in black came and got her. Yeah. It's local TV. It's not national. Maybe uh, at the risk of sounding like Nick, maybe they left it there to see who came looking. Oh. Or maybe as a warning to anyone else who oversteps. Well, I, I don't think someone who's ever stopping is going to go looking for the tape. So what you're saying, Ned, is that basically we just made ourselves targets. I'm, get, I'm getting that feeling a little bit, yeah. Well, then I think we need to move less, not, not slow, and or no, less, less, not slow, and we should just go and find her now before she has time to do anything about it. Okay, cool. How do we do that? <laughs> I'm just saying, I just, I think I know what we should do. I just don't know how to do it. All right. We could find, could we find the crew? Maybe hmm. they know something. Who worked on that show at the time? I mean, just I could go back, go back tomorrow and just sit through the credits. Yeah, maybe that's where we start. Yeah, I would say that's the easy option. Um, did, maybe oh, she had an agent. The guy's agent. The the maybe the family of that guy. His name was Aaron Evans. I want to say from Kansas. Do we know that he's dead? What about just finding him? Um. I mean, if, he's if I was if I was a betting man, I would say he's dead. But you know, uh, I mean, you know, I guess it was. I only saw four seconds. I guess it was a lot of blood. I don't think I accurately conveyed to you the amount of blood. <laughs> blood. <laughs> <laughs> it 
ever seen one of those samurai movies from the 70s? Yeah. Like, have you guys seen Reservoir Dogs yet? Like, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I think, yeah, I think Cruz probably are. Or like somebody in the industry is our best bet. I, I don't think we're gonna drive to Kansas and ask questions anytime soon. Um, yeah, I think we should check out. See, um, oh, do you still have an agent? He turns to bed. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do actually. Kind of, yeah, I do. Yeah, you got some I connections. Mean, yeah. Maybe your your agent can. Find some dude who was on the set that day. I can ask. Yeah. That's what I would say. All right. Okay. How do we fight a vampire? Let's just hypothetically. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, she did that real easy. Sunlight, garlic. Crosses, sticks to the heart, I guess. I don't know. Do you have to believe? Because that's going to be a problem. If you <laughs> believe, she points to Ari. Ari believes. That's true. Um, yeah. I just I realized, know. sorry, I just realized you can't see my face because I don't have my camera on. Because <laughs> there's a lot of just processing happening as Ari's just looking at all of, looking down, looking at the diaries, realizing... We spent our time doing this, and y'all just watched her make mincemeat of a dude's neck. Yeah. There's just a lot of processing happening. As he just kind of goes, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. I, I can go into my online occult group and find out how you fight a vampire. There you go. Yeah, she believes, too. There you go. We, we got two people who believe. And well, then, you believe now, too. I'm about to start, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting set. Does it count for me? Because I believe, but like in something else. We'll find out. At court. We'll see what well, these people will say. I just want to be clear. We don't have to say unknown anymore. We can say vampire unknown. We're all agreed, right? Well, 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> until a better theory comes along. <laughs> Please let a better theory come along. <laughs> yeah. If it makes you feel better, all we know is that they drink, she drinks blood. And beyond that, we don't really know a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, and it, it has a vicious bite. We know that much too. Yeah. So, like, you know, could be a blood drinking alien, demon. Who knows? Who says vampires aren't aren't space aliens? No one says that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. No, That's true. I've Nobody never heard anyone that. say that. Yeah. yeah, because that book that book of the Vampire Chronicles hasn't come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So find the crew or some okay. info on the crew. Mm-hmm. Find out how to. Fight a vampire. Yep. Find find out where she lives. Black and mm-hmm. stake her. Yep. 
Yeah. Pending <laughs> number two. Finding out. Actually, I take that back. We make her help fix Ken first, and then we stake her. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. Um, all right. That sounds easy enough. We've got a game plan. Um, all right. Um, Ari, you're... Uh, you have a one dot mentor. I forget. Did did you say that that's kind of like an unknown at the moment, or I forget like what that mentor was. He is one of the. Um, he is one of the not uh, not the. Sorry, my dog is having a steaming fit behind me. Oh. <laughs> uh, he is. Not the the uh, pastor that he does confessions with, but another yeah. like older member or priest at um at his church. Perfect. Who the unknown aspect is whether or not he knows about the supernatural, and so is like hmm. I know that you have some sort of weird sense about things, and I'm going to guide you towards being a hunter. Versus yeah, yeah. versus he just is someone who is like also someone who is more not a hunter per se but is familiar and superstitious and can guide in that way right right okay cool all right um so yeah so you know you have your meeting you disperse back to your homes and for dinner and um annie when you come in through the front door your parents are there and you can tell right away you're in trouble you know like they just look very uh cross you know and your dad steps forward and he, and he says young lady are you are you in some kind of legal trouble Be, don't don't lie to us now legal trouble what on earth could i have done dad that would have gotten me into legal trouble well that's what we're wondering as well we're not accustomed in this house to receiving phone calls from police detectives asking to speak to you. Oh, oh, no, no, that's not a legal trouble, Dad. Dad, actually, it's really upsetting. So, so there's a girl missing at school. Oh, oh, no. So that they, their demeanor changes and, immediately, you know. And, and why would you assume that I was in trouble like that? I, I'm gonna get happy and just turn him off to my room. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'll come back out and I'll be like, "Well, what did the detective say?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, he wouldn't tell us. That's why we wondered what was going on. Uh, here's his number. Yeah. He, he hands you a slip of paper and it says, uh, "Detective Kurt Patterson," and it's got a number on it. All right. Well. Uh, Thanks. I'll, I'll call in tomorrow. We all just really want to make sure she gets home safe. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, that's terrible. Maybe, and he looks at your mom and he says, uh, maybe, maybe we should uh, go by the school tomorrow and talk to the principal, see if there's anything we can do. No, I mean, first of all, that would be really embarrassing. And second of all, uh, no. I mean, what what could you do? All the detective wants to do is talk to me to find out what I remember from the party. She was at the party, Dad. Like, oh, I mean, 
What if it had something to do with the party? It could have been me. You know, like I just if you just stay out of it. Let me. I'll, I'll, I want to help how I can, and trust me. You need to trust me. So I, anyway, I would like to try to make them feel a little guilty. Okay. <laughs> to get to get Go them off it. my back and to keep them out of my life. Right. 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 <laughs> keep them out of my life. It's for their own good. Right. 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 <laughs> All right. <laughs> and the, the name the name was what? It was Patterson. Uh, yes, Kurt Patterson. Kurt Patterson, like Ken's uncle. Possibly so. Okay. Well, I mean, I as soon as I get to my room and that clicks, I I rush and open up the book to look for the information, and I find the the entry where he talks about visiting his uncle Kurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I yeah. I think that's a that's a good shot to leave off on, you know, as you're you're holding the diary in one hand and the slip of paper in the other. Oh, you know, connecting the dots, perhaps. So, yeah, we'll leave it off there for this this session. But that was a good one. Guys made a lot of progress. (laughs) Indeed. Goodness. What mysteries await our intrepid crew? Yeah, I mean, we're just getting started. Oh, no. right. We only just started believing that this stuff could happen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> normally, normally, there's a long period between the may it happen and it's definitely happening, but like we knocked that shit out in an afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it helps when there's live video footage, you know? Like yeah, that's, yes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes, it definitely helps that the monster in question was like, hey, I'm going to be monstrous on live TV. <laughs> Check me out. <laughs> It was just like it, it's vampires. Like, yeah. look at me oh, doing murdering people in a vampiric way. <laughs> Straight up murdering somebody right here. Ned is definitely putting. It's like, Mom, do we have any garlic? You know, to put around his room. Yeah, the sound of kitchen <laughs> kitchen cabinet doors opening and closing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>